Welcome back to the Hollow Sky Podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Steven. And I'm Kyle. How's it going, Kyle? It's fucking interesting. Hell yeah. To say the least. First off, I want to thank everyone for tuning in with us, and thanks for telling all of your weird friends. Because we just, yesterday, hit 250,000 downloads, and that's oh, yeah. all thanks to you. So if you guys can keep sharing us around and listening and tuning in and telling everybody, soon we'll hit them seven-figure digits, which would be dope. Yeah. Dope as hell. Yeah, I want to be rich. I meant downloads. But oh, shit. My bad. Not My dollars. Bad. Either or. My bad. Either of those would be spectacular. Tonight's episode is going to be something a little different. We are actually like featuring a specific paranormal case or uh, topic, so to speak. We've had a an interesting correspondence with someone, and we're just going to share it with you. Yeah. If it alters the timeline and fucks everything up, that's just the price that we pay for being Kyle and Steve. Agreed. And I also want to run a little bit of a disclaimer here that, A, this is something for everybody to keep in mind. Burden of proof is not on us. We're trying to do our due diligence into looking into this, which I've also had a couple dudes from Discord, Kyle and Kenneth. Shout out Discord. Yeah, homies. those guys help us out a lot. You know, they help us research shit. We've been trying to find holes and stuff like that, and we haven't stumbled across much. But uh, And I've also, unfortunately, kept contacts away from them to kind of not influence the things that they're they're fi- they're finding. Yeah, we got to keep our cards close to our chest. Yeah, and also um where else did I want to go with that? The burden of proof and oh, I can't think now. I went too hard on the uh burden of proof. Yeah. It might come back to you. It might. It'll be fine. Yeah. If it does, I'll interrupt. But before we get to it, we're going to get through all of our normal shit that everybody hates, so we're going to talk about it. Oh, um, I just thought about it. See, knew that would get it. Got it. And that's the other thing. So we've been sitting on this for a minute and because we're unsure of everything with it. But I know we've talked about it before, but I will reiterate it. If any of you ever reach out, because we're cool with only us being able to have stories. That's cool. You can come talk to us about your weird conspiracies your weird personal experiences, but make sure, please make sure you tell us, I do not want this on open air. I do not, I don't want it out there. We're hundred percent cool with that. And that's the same thing. I bring this up because we're getting ready to get, and I've already made up my mind. It's happening. Hollow sky is getting its own cell phone. Therefore we're going to blast the number all over the place. You guys can call in, leave messages of your experiences. You can text it. Now, we've also discussed when we record, which is every other weekend, we're going to set, say, say 7 o'clock our time. So it would be central time. If you want to call and tell us your story and we answer that phone, you will be on the Hollis Guy podcast. Live. It'll be a straight up, can like just off the cuff interview. That's it, that's why I bring this up is everything that you you give to that phone 
will be subject to be put on to our podcast unless you specifically say, do not talk about this. I just want to stress that because I don't want any fuck-ups. You know, and we respect people's privacy the whole nine, and we want to keep it that way. We've got a lot of people's trust, and we don't we don't want to tarnish that in any way. Because so, we love you guys. Yeah, that was my uh, statement. I'm good now. Back End to the scheduled statement. programming. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Check us out at all our social medias. Sick. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok. Uh, just search Apollo Sky Podcast. Come and hang out with us. Do the normal biz. Share memes, any kind of weird stories or articles you find. Send them our way. We'll toss them in the bank for roll the dice. Um, just come and hang out. Keep building the community. Mail us cool shit. Yeah, send us cool shit. Um, we might be getting a haunted doll here soon. Shout out to Emily. She said she got a creepy ass one. She's probably I'm actually leave stoked it on my, about this. She's probably going to leave it on my doorstep is what she said. Fuck it. Send it. I'm actually kind of stoked. I'll put it. We will, we will put it in the podcast room and report any weird things that start to happen. Yeah. Just don't break any of my shit. If you're listening. Creepy yeah, doll. Creepy doll. If you break our equipment, I'm going to be fucking pissed. Then you're going to be creepy ashes. That is no <laughs> joke. But moving on, moving on. Um, if you have a paranormal encounter you'd like to share with us and have featured on a future episode, Kyle's going to tell you how to do it. Currently, you can record yourself on your smartphones and send it over to the email, which is going to be holoskypodcast at gmail.com. You can write your stories out, send it over. You can hit us up on any of the social medias. Uh, once we get the phone, you can, you'll also have the ability to call or text that phone with your stories. So I think it's a great idea. I think it's going to be a way to kind of get some coast to coast vibes going. And I just hope that the weird just pours in. Yeah. We want the weirdest shit you can come up with. I want to answer that phone and somebody be like, I, I I'm an alien am possessed by a demon. Oh, that would be terrifying. We want to talk to doing... actual possession people. That's, I'm just going to hand the phone to Kyle and be like, hey, No, you're not. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to observe. <laughs> but if you'd like to support the show, we have a bunch of ways you can do that. First and foremost, just continue listening and sharing us all over the internet with all your friends, word of mouth. Anything that can keep this grassroots movement going and pushing forward is we cannot thank you enough for that. Yeah. You guys have been doing hella work. I, when when we hit 250,000 downloads yesterday, I'm like, I didn't even think we were going to hit 5,000 downloads when we started this motherfucker. Same. And here we are at a quarter of a million. It's fucking crazy. I know. Crazy. We got friends all over the world. Yeah, it's dope as hell. You guys are- It is cool. We have the best listeners in the world. I'd put our listener For base up against show. anybody else's. We also have a Venmo account if you'd like to buy us some monsters, throw some change in there. Um, that's been kind of popping off. Thanks to everybody who's been putting money that way. Um, yeah, homie just dropped 50 bucks yeah, on us. Yeah, super appreciative. Super appreciative. Yeah, it's awesome. Keeps the monsters flowing, which is dope. That means I could buy like two cases of monsters. Yeah, Kyle's got to stay in the stay in the monster assault. I only got out. a couple cases left. Damn. <laughs> we also got a uh, Patreon if you'd like to do that, uh, check out some tiers over there. Search Apollo Sky Podcast. We do all kinds of, well, not all kinds, but we do extra content over there. We play Roll the Dice, and yeah. that's a good time. 
Check it out. We got stickers, magnets, and buttons, and all kinds of shit we send out. I just sent a whole handful of uh, patron, new patron goodies out this morning, so they should be on their way. Yeah, I'm also going to work on getting a shop set up for us. I got a dude on Discord that's hit us up, and I'm going to talk to him and try to get something set up so we can get some shirts and stuff going, and that way you guys can just go there, buy that shit, and they'll send it right to you. Yeah, make it easier on us. For sure, because it's getting overwhelming. Yeah, and shout out to all our new patrons. I've been kind of falling behind on shouting everybody out, but at this point, I'm kind of just, I'll have to get shit figured out. But anybody who's a patron, You're sick. especially you who've signed up within the last month or so, you guys are dope as fuck, and you got some stickers headed your way and some yep. magnets and shit. Yep. Oh, uh, where am I at now? Listener experience? Almost. Uh, another way you can support Almost. us is hop over to your podcatcher, wherever you listen to your podcast, and leave us a five-star rating and review. It helps so much push us through to be more easier seen by people who are looking up paranormal and creepy shit, dope-ass podcasts. It'll help us pop up there the more five-star ratings we get. Today, if you leave us a five-star, I will gladly shout you out. Today is from our friend Therminator86. It says, holy crap, five stars. Just listen to the Confessionals podcast episode. You guys talked to Tony. Uh, I want to delve into the Dream Flyers now. I'm a welder in central Illinois. Well, fellow Illinoisan, Therminator, thanks so much for taking the time to hop on over and leave us that rating and review. Hell yeah. Um, hope that our podcast helps like make your welding days a little bit easier to get through. For sure. Blue collar, dog. That's right. Just like us. So, yeah, hop on over there and do that, and we will shout you out. From here, we're going to go on to our listener experience of the day. It comes from our friend Burton Morin, who runs the uh, YouTube channel Local Legends with Burton Morin. Definitely go over there and check him out. Support him. Support independent creators. Help everybody get fucking rich, dog. That's what, That's what I'm it's saying. all about. And every, Help everybody no, move forward. I'm not going to say that. Yeah. Kyle's not going to say that. No, but... But he has sent us a story in before, and he is doing it again. So, here we go. I am back with another story. First, I want to say that I love the podcast, and I honestly make time to listen to you every time I see a post. you post an episode. All right, now to the story. Growing up on an Indian reservation, I heard many, many different stories of Native American lore. But this one, in a sense, came true. The story I was told was basically this. There was a Native American woman who had a small son... One night or evening, the small boy would not behave, and he eventually got on his mother's nerves enough that she stated, or she started to threaten him with a giant owl. She tells him, if you don't do as you're told, I'm going to put you outside and let the owl take you. In an attempt to scare the boy, she put him outside the door of the house and shut the door, immediate, and immediately opened the door back up, expecting to see the child crying or ready to behave. However, she opened the door and the boy was gone without a trace. And the part of the story is that after you hear about this owl, it comes to pay you a visit. As far as the part that happened to us was this. My girlfriend and I were on a highway in South Dakota, coming from Gregory, South Dakota, to Mitchell, South Dakota. I tell her this story of the little boy that was taken and how after you hear about this owl, it shows up. As expected, she rolled her eyes and said something along the lines of, sure, I call bullshit. A few miles down the road, we come to a stop sign, and we have to take a left turn heading east... And on the corner of this four-way stop sign is an owl. Now, this owl stood taller than our car by a few feet. This thing was in a ditch and was taller than our car, a four-door 2001 Oldsmobile Olero. If I had to guess, this owl would have stood about six feet tall. As we make the turn, 
We are just starting to see the owl, the eyes of this monster owl. Its head followed us as we turned, and I decided to honk the horn just to see what would happen. I honk the horn, and this owl opens its wings. They shoot out extremely fast, and the wings are longer than our car. I felt like in that moment, the owl had its wings open, eyes locked on us, as if to say, here I am. My girlfriend and I are still together, and we remember this event exactly the same. Also, she now believes in the legend of the story of the giant owl. Seeing is believing. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to read this. And once again, you guys are awesome. Your friend, Burton Morn. Well, no. first off, thanks for submitting. Um, so basically what's going to happen. F- fucking creepy. Is after this episode, we're going to go outside and take a break. And, and there's going to be a giant owl. Cool. That's great. They're going to take, it's going to pick he me up. Set us right into that. I'm not going to be able to get Dogecoin rich. Oh, you're not. I'll have to take over your Dogecoin, dog. I'll do that. I mean, you. that would probably be the most sense. Um, when first off, I feel like any Native American lore should be taken as seriously as possible. Yeah, you know absolutely. what I mean. We talk about it all the time. How yeah. it kind of holds a different weight than anything else. And I don't feel like this story is any different. Um, the giant owl. The first thing I think about is. How often goosebumps owls are grays and owls are interchangeable. Yeah. The big white faces, the huge eyes. Um oh, it gives me like I, I remember seeing core. this seeing this uh internet picture of this sign tacked to a post and all it said is the owls are not who we think they are. Or the owls are not what we think they are. Some something creepy like that. Terrifying. And with the kid just disappearing, it makes me think of alien abduction. Straight up. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And then you're talking about it, and you're seeing this giant owl. I've also heard and read somewhere of cryptids, of giant owl cryptids, like owlmen or some. Yeah, well, something hopefully like they're that. Bullet- I hope they're not bulletproof, because if I go outside, you're gonna we're going to have a giant owl for the podcast As it's, as it's carrying you off? Yeah. <laughs> That, but just, it makes me wonder if the if well he saw the wings unfurl. So yeah, and he said it was longer than the car. That's huge. That's crazy. It would at that point it would have the ability to pick one of us up if its wings were that big. That's pretty big. It could, I guarantee it could straight up pick us up and just fly the fuck away. Because yeah. at first I'm like maybe people are seeing grays and mistaking their faces for owls. It's possible. But there's that whole screen memory theory too. Grays don't have wings that I know of. That's true. They might. They kind of, well, no, that wasn't necessarily great. Never mind. In Project Center Lane, he saw that being that did have wings that was kind of like a gray, but it wasn't like, yeah. it was, you know, it wasn't fully like straight up gray. And what was that fucking movie based in Alaska, the fourth kind, where everybody was seeing, seeing the, owls? the owls? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which that movie was pretty creepy. Yeah, I hate that movie too. Um, Yeah, bro, that's weird. That is a crazy weird story. It is weird. So it's either my guess. It's a, it's either a, it's either fucking aliens, dog, <laughs> or a cryptid, or a giant owl cryptid. Yeah, because no regular owls get that big. And Not even fucking close. They don't get half that big. You know what's crazy is speaking of like these extraordinary animals, uh, which this episode is probably gonna be long as shit. Yeah. But now, for for the dude on YouTube who always calls out what time it starts, it's going to be way past your normal. Yeah. <laughs> so I was listening to the confessionals the other day and he had dark waters on and they were talking about like giants, like straight up giant snakes. 
Like you're talking like he was talking Titano boas. Like the way he described the snake's head was imagine a patio table and that was the size of the snake's <laughs> Fuck head. That. He's like the story was like two dudes out in the swamps fishing and they were I, I they were trying to catch carp and when you drive through the water the carp will jump, you know? And they're letting them jump in the boat and then this one fish jumped and this giant snake head just came out of the water and clomped the fish and then went back underwater nope. and then, those dudes just straight 180 and That's got exactly out of there. That's exactly what I would do. But Fuck could that. you imagine seeing a snake that fucking big come out of the water no, like that? Bro, I don't even like little snakes. I know. My wife is terrified I'm not of even snakes. scared of snakes. Like, they don't bother me that much, but they're just... They are creepy. They just... And they they pop up at the most inopportune times. They're like spiders. Like, like, you don't know they're there until they're right there. Yeah, it's like spiders. Or spiders are the same Or when they're way. giant enough to swallow your entire kitchen table, that kind of... There sucks. you go. There you go. But anyway, thanks again, Burton, for sending in your story. We always love hearing from you. Again, everybody check out his YouTube channel, Local Legends with Burton Warren. Make for sure to sure. go over there, support him, like it, follow it, do all the YouTube stuff for sure. Okay. Episode starts at 18 minutes and 36 seconds. Here we go. Officially. To start this off. We're going to preface this a little bit. Tell you a story. So not too long ago, maybe a month, a month and a half, two months, we started getting an email correspondence with a person that claimed to be from the future. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And when we opened the email, we were blown away. Yeah. Right. was definitely bizarre. I'm trying to find the original uh, email that we got and what time those correspondence started. Here it is. Yeah, you should be able to go to the very first. Yeah. From there. Yeah, April 4th, 2021 was when we got the original core. The original email was sent to us. Yeah. Right. And so I want to make clear again, as Kyle had stated, the burden of proof is not on us. But we are trying. We didn't, we had no part in this. No. And I love, I actually now looking back at it, I really appreciate the subject line. Yeah. Traveler's Request. Traveler's Request. When you pulled all this out, you didn't put this first, uh, Paragraph in there. Should I go ahead and read that, or do you leave that out for something specific? You started oh, with that. I must first. accidentally. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, I must accidentally have skipped it. So what we're gonna but do when we do get to that one part? Yeah, we're not gonna say those those words. Yeah, what we're gonna do today is just kind of read you guys the correspondence we had with this person. He's completely cryptic. Yeah. He refers to himself as Kyle Reese, which anyone who loves 80s movies knows that that is the one of the time travelers from the Terminator. Which we didn't know. Until I started Googling but, it. But yeah, we were talking about it. We read the first email and we're kind of chopping it up. And I fell in love with it right away. But I was like, why does that name sound super familiar to me? Steve dug into it and goes, you're not going to believe it. It's from the Terminator. So this is like, like outside of this podcast and stuff. It's like, it's right up our alley because 
Terminator's dope. So I don't know. It just, there's that whole correlation right there. And it, I don't know, guys, it's, it's bizarre. Like I'm excited. I'm super (laughs) excited to talk about this. It caught us off guard because in the best way possible, we don't, to be completely honest with you guys, we're not even sure if we're supposed to be sharing this. I know that sounds fucking dramatic and all this shit, but the way this person talks sounds like everything that is done from the point that he uh, communicated with us affects the future yeah. of essentially everything. So in pure hollow sky fashion, we're just going to fucking send it. We're going to do what we do because in all fairness, we tried reaching out and we tried asking for permission. And as you'll find out near the end of this episode, correspondence stops and it stops for a specific reason, but I I don't, I don't want to give it away, but it stops and we never get a reply. So being that I don't want to, I don't want to give spoilers, but you guys will figure it out as we go. Let's just get into this. Okay, I'm going to read the very first correspondence we received on April 4th, 2021 from the sender. I think you even came over after we got this first one because I'm like, we have to talk about yeah, this. Yeah, I did. From Kyle Reese. And all of the E's in the name Kyle.Reese are threes, which yeah. are repeating numbers, Yeah, which is something that we have been talking about yes. ever since the... Weird egress flyers. Yep. Not saying it's connected in any way, shape, or form, but it is weird that it's presented as such. Yeah. So, first email from our time-traveling friend, Kyle Reese. He says, Gentlemen, I wish I could recount to you the numerous times I've engaged your services since the inception of your podcast and throughout its history yet to come. Sadly, because of the nature of what I parentheses, we do, you will not know, nor in the future have any cognate memories of our previous interactions. We have done this dance many, many times, and it has never been easy to convince you of who or what I am, if not for minute fragments of our future knowledge that I've been able to impart upon you previously, I am certain you never would have seriously indulged my requests. This being heretofore... Another of our considerable first encounters, let me introduce myself this time as Kyle Reese. Wink, wink. And I didn't, I didn't actually didn't catch that, that he said, introduce myself this time. Yeah. So the name has changed every time he interacts with us. And so here's another little sneak peek. I'll let you guys in on another little secret. But we had a conversation with somebody and I, Tony went ahead and kind of put it out there, so I will reiterate it to a degree. Me and Steve actually got to sit down with Tony and Charlie, which from anybody from the confessionals, you know who Charlie is right away. He was the one with the Enochian technology and talked about egress and everything else. But I ran a theory by Charlie and Tony and them, and they came back with, maybe you guys are soul brothers and this is what you're meant to do. And this is what you've always done. So the, in this first paragraph, when he talks about like us doing this dance time and time again, it kind of resonates with me because 
we had that conversation. And on me and Steve's end, we didn't tell anybody about that conversation. No one. Because we assumed that was one of them off-the-book conversations. But Tony kind of gave the go-ahead the other day to kind of ref- – if we wanted to talk about it, we were more than willing to talk about it to a degree. And so I've given you kind of falls cliff place. notes here. But it just – that's where my mind goes. It's just strange that there's that slight correlation right there. The way he states that, it makes me wonder if if he has rich <sighs> – if like there's alternate timelines, he says we've done this dance so many times before, and we will in the future. Has he reached out to us before, and we've just not noticed? We haven't remembered it, or is is it alternate timelines every single time? Dude, you know I, I don't mean? know. I don't fucking know either. Anyway, back back to this first email. He states, "I am what is referred to as an AIRT, artificial independent rogue traveler, or more commonly known, a time traveler. The root of this particular designator, IRT." is relative at any point in history since the existence of time travelers in their many capacities has been known to a variety of government officials since there has been an organized government. IRT, the T being traveler in this usage, is frowned upon as you might imagine. Therefore, IRTs, travelers, are sought out by authorities. Time travel itself can have severe physical and psychological consequences if performed too often within a short period or at regular intervals over an extended period. AIRTs are artificial only in the sense that we are engineered at the TPDP, time period destination point, to negate the physical and psychological impacts. So, as I've stated before, it's like once time travel exists, it exists Forever. forever. It has right. always for it has always forever existed. You can go back into any period of time and time travel will be there once it starts. Right. Which he kind of gets to here. Another thing, it's weird that him what he considers himself is to go back and fix time travel fuck ups, but the government does not like them mm. fixing the fuck ups. That yeah, that's strange. Unless they're the unless they're the causes of the fuck ups, right? Your independent travelers are going back, not knowing what the fuck's going on, affecting things. Anything, anyway. Back on. Basically, an AIRT is a printed copy or clone of the traveler at the point in time it is initiated, or the TPOP time period or origination origination point? origination point. Yeah, origination point. Without delving too deeply into the science, the traveler is scanned at the launch point by a machine similar to a magnetic resonance imager but without the capability to image at a subatomic level capable of capturing the neurons that create memories. The completed scan is then converted into an AI program where a diagnostic analysis determines viability. The program checks the integrity of the scan to determine the chance of successfully transmitting and reconstructing the traveler at the TPDP. For this process to be employed, an advanced team sets up the reception facility well ahead of time. There is much involved with setting up and maintaining a D. TPDP. Most have a caretaker that is responsible for maintenance, security, and obtaining genetic material needed for the reconstruction process, which is accomplished in layman's terms by utilizing three-dimensional printers capable of printing organic material. AIRTs are created through an accelerated process and assigned a built-in expiration date. This is done for several reasons. Time travel equipment is expensive to operate. To send someone to a time period and retrieve them requires either a two-way capable vehicle or a one-way capable projection unit at the TPDP. The risk factors involved with time travel equipment potentially being discovered by someone outside the sphere 
of knowledge is what we guard against the most. The ORPU, Organic Reception Projection Unit, or Organic 3D Printer, is relatively inexpensive to construct and operate, easily to, and easily to disguised if need be. And the process of sending a signal through time can be accomplished with a, cont- a quantum router and software program. At the extent of the AIRT's mission span the ORPU, then reverses the process by breaking down the organics and storing them to be utilized on a future mission. As part of that process, the brain is re-imaged, saving only changes to neurons involved in the creation of new memories. These changes can be uploaded, in layman's terms, at the TPOP to the host traveler, essentially making the entire experience their own. Yes, we use a lot of acronyms in the future. If I am being honest, none of these are exact, even acronymically It is possible to convey too much information, and some terms are targeted to ease this communication. Which brings me to the question I know you're asking at this point. Why am I telling you all this? I know because of our previous discussions that it is usually the second question after, after, is this guy fucking nuts? Without going into a great deal of detail of all our prior and future collaborations, without going into a great detail, let me retry that again. Without going into a great deal of detail, all of our prior and future collaboration has been to initiate a reset of the timeline, either serving to correct a situation that occurred or to send a message. This is accomplished by seeding of the timeline. Seeding is the use of a broadcast communication from the past to send a message to the future, similar to a spycraft used by the CIA or the KGB in the past where messages were passed along using newspaper ads or personals. Our messages can be conveyed through written word or extremely low-frequency data transmission filtered into a broadcast, the very nature of which, if successful, eliminates the need to seed the timeline in the first place, thereby the collaboration is halted before it began. I cannot explain how this works because, again, if I'm being honest with you, there, there are only theories. I can tell you the commonly accepted trope is that every change to the timeline creates its own divergent timeline is not correct. Pause for a second there. I just had the most bizarre fucking thought. We're fucking ourselves by reading this? There's that, okay, but he's going on about these, uh, like, seeding the timeline and using these low-frequency transmissions through a broadcast that can convey messages. What the fuck have we been getting from the South Carolina number? <laughs> I didn't even think about it. Was it the, just the hit me thing, like a ton of bricks, dude. What's the first thing we did, throw that motherfucker on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> like it just hit me like a ton of bricks. Interesting. Holy shit. And they've been changing. The voicemail on that has been changing. The length. And sound has been changing on those. Huh, that's weird. That's bizarre. Anyways, like I said, I was just sitting here and I go, oh my <laughs> the God. The South Carolina numbers. Yeah, well, if anybody's been listening since the get-go, we've been getting these weird fucking calls to our email or to our phone number from South Carolina. That's just, it sounds like a busy signal, but it's not. The the it's rhythm patterns. and shit is changed. In, and they changed from the first time we've aired it. Maybe it's another time traveler trying to get their message out to <laughs> stop this time traveler. Dude, I don't know. I love um, how he's like, I can tell you the commonly accepted trope that every change to the timeline creates its own divergent timeline is not correct. 
So like the butterfly theory does not. Interesting. But how do they? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, Our brains are not going to be able to wrap around. We're not this. even done with the first email yet. I okay, know. Carrying on. The first re- reason why I'm able to recall all of our past and future collaborations is because certain periods of my choosing are selected during the timeline I'm visiting for communication to be initiated if necessary. These coincide with the departure dates. Therefore, the memories of our interactions are transmitted to my host body before the planted seed is broadcast. Some memories can be retained through neuron manipulation. But quite by accident, it was discovered that artificially imprinted memories stored in the quantum pipeline between time periods are virtually unaffected by changes or resets. Therefore, if anything is timed perfectly, the new memories are safe because they exist in a quantum state as they are transferred between time periods. Personally, I attribute deja vu and the broader reaching Mandela effect to a natural phenomenon where the human brain itself stores memories in quantum form. It's a rare occurrence in non-travelers, but it does happen and is most likely the impetus for these occurrences. I can go into more detail about this if I have time. I'm reaching out at this point because, unfortunately, my artificial form has been compromised. At the TPDP, I was assigned to in this time period, along with its caretaker, was destroyed at the beginning of 2021. With my expiration date rapidly approaching, I need to plant a seed in an upcoming podcast to initiate a reset to the timeline and hopefully save the TPDP. I have spent the previous three months attempting to determine the cause of the destruction so I could formulate the proper correlation or correction. I have been unsuccessful. Which leads me to one conclusion. A self-destruct was initiated by the caretaker because the facility was either discovered or attacked by an alphabet agency that shall remain nameless. This presents a couple issues. As I mentioned earlier, my communication points are predetermined. The reason for this is so I can validate my identity by proving benign future occurrences within a 24 to 72 hour time period of our initial communication. With this being an undirected attempt, I have nothing to offer. Unfortunately, Our first three presets for this assignment have passed, and I am doubtful my artificial form will last until the fourth. Kyle had suggested in one of our previous future interactions that we establish a code word for any future communication so that I could identify myself. I pointed out that, of course, unless he already has a code word to validate a random time traveler attempting to make contact, this this idea would be negated by the fact that this entire experience will cease to exist if this seed is successful. Anyway, this is my dilemma. I do not have much time. My expiration date is May 17th, but the injury I have suffered has accelerated the process that breaks down my artificial form. I estimate this form will evaporate sometime in the last week of April. How you choose to proceed is entirely in your hands. I will gladly elaborate on the process I have already mentioned and answer any questions you have as long as they do not pertain to specific future events. Stay weird, my friends. K. Reese. So he did give us permission right there. Yeah, handle it however we want. That's how we're handling it. Okay, so real quick, A, the code word, I would totally do, without question. That's the first thing I said. I'm like, that sounds like something Kyle fucking Exactly. Do. It's probably going to be like gigantic booty or something like it, that. Yeah, it would be something asinine. But another thing I want to point out real fast, and I may have missed it because my brain was going off the low-frequency one, but he talked about how they're able to essentially make clones, right, where he can transfer memory into... Other bodies. Artificial bodies. Right. Well, it just so happens that if you recall our story from 20 and back, they have the exact same technology. They can do those things. Another thing that I mentioned as we're reading this, his expiration date is May 17th. We're recording this on the 15th to be released Monday. On the 17th. May fucking 17th. Which is... What are the odds of that? Seriously. I, mean, I don't have 
have any idea because we didn't even plan on doing this until tonight. I know. <laughs> I don't know, man. What in know. the fuck? It's I don't know. I really don't know. Um. All right. So, so uh, you, as you can imagine, by this email alone, we are dumbstruck. It caught us off guard. And we don't have any way to prove anything that he's saying because he said he can he can provide benign future occurrences within 24 to 72 hour time periods, but he can't do it because our this communication assignment was unplanned. So he kind of saves himself in that area. Right. Um, yeah. So I respond back. Me and Kyle talk about it, get some questions together, and I respond back with this. Hello, Mr. Reese. Very intriguing email to say the least. We are definitely interested in helping out. I mean, if we've done this time and time again, who are we to stop it now? A few questions. Why us? We don't really have that far of a reach in the grand scheme of things, especially if it's a timeline resetting event. What do you need us to do to help you? We're definitely game. We just need some guidance. Is there any way you can prove or validate any of your claims? Also, if you and Kyle chose a code word, do we get to know what it was? Thanks, Hollis guy. So we sent that back on the 6th. On the 7th, we get our second email. That's kind of strange. It's kind of strange. So in this email, you didn't state who was emailing. Yeah, but I stated if you and Kyle chose. So that... Kind of, but not necessarily. It's not a hard stretch. Uh, it's still weird. Because if for it me. was if it was you t- if it was you responding, you could have been like, if you and me chose a code word. That's true. That is true. It was weird. I noticed that when he first sent it. That's that's kind. Of, it's still kind of bizarre <laughs> for me. But all right, now we get our second email. Yeah. from our boy here. Kyle Which the Reese. date the date on that is the seventh, April seventh. He says, thank you, Stephen, for responding. I apologize in advance that my response times may vary as I am in a constant state of travel at this time. Resetting the timeline is just undoing something before it happens. There can be an upward of a dozen mini resets or more on a particular assignment. Once these are communicated to the future, they are programmed into the AIRT before they are transmitted to the TPDP. The fact that they are required means that the AIRT has made an error or suffered a setback that could compromise the future. This means the loop, our term for a completed assignment from TPOP to TPDP and back to TPOP, may be influenced multiple times until all time-altering events are avoided. For example, on a previous assignment, I hit a pet dog while operating a motor vehicle. This facilitated the need to communicate the location, date, and time of the occurrence so this information could be added to the AIRT's programming in the event avoided. We have parameters that determine whether a reset is required. Killing a fly, no reset. Killing a wasp, reset. Reason being that although a fly could spread disease or cause food poisoning, it is considered a minimal threat. A wasp, on the other hand, can kill someone if stung and they are allergic. That kind of trying to process the way he put that didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Yeah. Because if someone gets food poisoning and dies, what's the difference of that and then- Maybe being stung by a wasp and dies. maybe odds could be. Maybe I don't know. that's the only thing I could come up with is that what are the odds that someone is going to get food poisoning from a fly versus the odds of someone getting stung by a wasp that's allergic to it? Because I feel like way fucking more people die from food poisoning and shit than. But it, but is it specifically caused by a fly? Yeah, that's true. I don't know. 
I just thought it was odd. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. He states, why you? Simple. Your format of allowing electronic anonymous submission allows for seated messages to be submitted and broadcast with very little interaction. And it's not the audience size that matters. Your podcast, along with several others, are included in our communication protocol. All of the episodes produced by these podcasts are stored in the quantum pipeline I had mentioned previously and monitored for subtle, subtle changes. Simple resets like the one I spoke of previously can be accomplished within a written text, a listener experience submission, read on air. The more complex... Which is so bizarre. Yeah. The more complex may require an electronic data transfer, which can be included as an imperceptible frequency in a recorded message. Predetermined communication dates are for major time-altering events that require specific protocols to be enacted and coincide with pre-programmed historical information I can pass along as proof. These dates, episodes, are in a constant state of monitoring, whereas all others are simply scanned for keywords. What, I, what do I need from you? This is both an easy and extremely difficult question to answer. On the difficult side, I am struggling to formulate my message for a number of reasons. Until my message is prepared and tested, there is nothing you can do. When the time comes, I will need you to do what you normally or what you naturally do as part of your broadcast. That's all I can really say for now. If there is any chance I reach my expiration date before my message is prepared or meet some other fate, the less you know about the process, the better. Not that it would put you in any danger. The greater concern is compromising our protocols for future communication. As for validation or proof, I've been thinking about that. Without access to your entire catalog of shows, I cannot be certain of the timing of this. But I, what I am certain is this year. With that said, all I can offer you is these two words. Skip, skip. Which I will not say because it we're is, waiting to see what happens. It is a form of proof. Yeah. If these words show up... I know he kind of altered the timeline by giving us these words because now we're looking for them. But if they show up outside of these emails that only me and Kyle have, that's pretty good fucking proof. Yeah, I would agree. Okay, we're not reading those to you. No. As stated, as stated, the code word was Kyle's suggestion. But again, I shot that down simply because the idea came out of an interaction that never happened. A post-reset. Therefore, we would not be remembered. I can tell you this. My assignments, missions, travels, or however they may be characterized, are just for observation and study. What we do is illegal at any time in the past, present, or future, at least as far into the future as we have dared to travel. And for the very reason, I have need... Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold need to contact you we are not trying to guide our future history or right or wrong injustice or atrocity committed in the past we are just watching and learning and sometimes mistakes are made and have to be fixed 
So essentially, he's not correcting any timelines. He they're correcting the mistakes they make while observing. Right. So they're not trying to fix anything. They're just watching, and the shit that they fuck up, they go back and fix. Right. Lastly, it is not proof because it has already happened. My facility was located in the Triad area of North Carolina. Without going into specifics, the de- the destruct sequence, whether initiated by the caretaker or AI of of the facility, is compromised. Will leave no trace of the equipment without doing any physical damage. Basically, the equipment implodes, targeting only the specific atomic signatures that are programmed. Unfortunately, that includes the caretaker. The implosion of matter has the same auditory consequence as the explosion of matter, and I will leave it at that. Thanks again in advance, K. Reese. So, takeaways from this one. Um, He gave us those particular words to look out for. Uh, he basically just tells us to keep doing what we're doing, that he is not here to fix things that have happened in the past, just observe. Well, and he gave us the um, the details on his triad area, which you looked into. Yeah, once he said that these, that Impl- this matter imploding will leave the same auditory. auditory consequence of an explosion of the matter, I'm like, all right, let's look up un unsubstantiated explosions in the triad area of North Carolina. So like weird explosions in the sky, sound barrier breaking shit, explosions that have no source. So I start searching into that. Um, on the eighth, I respond again, Mr. Reese, we're fully invested in helping you correct the timeline. How would you want to go about it? We'd be glad to have you on the show if you'd like to come on for an interview or we can share your messages in anonymous submission. However, you need us to help. Um, I go on to talk about the specific words that he sent us. I say that this does not ring a bell. Um, if it hasn't happened to us yet, doesn't you doesn't you mention it sort of pop the bootstrap theory, which the bootstrap theory is once something is put out there, it's always been out there essentially. Right. So him even saying these specific words to us now compromises that ever showing up. We're still trying to do our due diligence here to see if it pops up, but I just kind of called him out on that. Like why even say it to us? Um, I just said, help us understand all this guy. A few days later, he responds again. Apologies on my delay in responding. I am without my communication devices and relying solely on access to the internet and libraries or businesses that I can rent computer time. I took a shot with mentioning said words based on my calculations of where you were at in the timeline of your show. Obviously, the reference came too soon. So you're correct in the assumption that now a seed has been planted and that could influence the origin of this. It could also negate the origin of the situation where this came about or even more perplexing could be the impetus for the situation surrounding this as a reflective memory of our interaction if the correlation takes place. That is a convoluted answer, but let me give you an example why I must be careful about what I communicate. Say I convince someone as to who I am, and my interaction with that person lasts for some time. During this time, I casually mention they live to be an elderly person. But at this point, they are relatively young and faced with the decision to do something dangerous like skydiving. Based on the fact that they believe... Believe me. Yeah, believe me, 
they decide to go skydiving, assuming they've already done so. But something goes wrong and they die. In the future I came from, they had not made that choice, so they survive to an old age. Something like what I related will most likely not stick as a quantum memory of a future or past event that has changed. These are usually more defining events such as the one um, such as the one that stated this relating to Nelson Mandela or something of or something with a personal interest or tie. I cannot do an interview. I am afraid my identity may have been compromised. This is why I have disposed of my communication devices. It is likely they have my face and voice print. Even in this time, all audio communication can be monitored and individuals identified by a single spoken word. Written communication is a safer option. For now, I can continue to answer questions to the best of my ability. Again, nothing specific to future events. What you decide to do with it is entirely up to you. I am at a loss at this point as to how I can accurately formulate my message without the proper equipment other than through written communication. And I believe whatever I was exposed to has accelerated my expiration date of this form. Apologies again for being late and this convoluted response. K. Reese. So he gives us the option again to talk about yeah. this shit. And this, the more I think about it, this whole interaction... And that's talking about message. it could be his message getting out. Yeah. And that's what me part of me like, have been talking about. Part of me is like, are we compromising him if this is all legit? Yeah, and especially when we get to the uh, keeper section, kind of oh, creeps yeah, me yeah, out yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but nevertheless, like I'm, I'm with you. Like a, me and Shauna have talked about this that maybe this whole thing is his message, and you know that this is this is what they're doing, even if it's just an experience or an experiment to see what happens if they do this shit. Um, I don't know. Like I, I'm with you on that. I, I just, I feel like he's not pushing us away from talking about it. He's more inviting us in a way, but making it our decision subtly. Like he's, you know what I mean? Like he's not forcing it on us, but he's giving us just enough yeah. For us to be like, well, yeah, we're going to talk about it. Like, this is fantastic. Yeah. You know, and I don't know. I don't know. And I'm glad we're we're doing this because now we get to both sit down. Our brains are connected. And talk about it. And talk about it. And we pick out things that we missed the first he's, time. He's very, very uh, conscious about the way he words things and conscious in deflecting any kind of proof we are asking him. Yeah. Because you know in the I next mean? one... We definitely try. So, from there, I send a response on the 13th. After me and Kyle talked, we always touch base, get questions together, and kind of go from there. Yeah. I state, Mr. Reese, here are a few more questions we came up with if you're able to answer them. What becomes of the Hollow Sky podcast? Doesn't have to be super in detail, but we have to ask. What year are you from? Who is listening to for your voice? How can we further help you accomplish what you're trying to do? Is there any information you can give us to aid, aid us in our journey? Why are people searching for you? What are they trying to stop you from doing? Uh, the answer you gave us in regards as to why us doesn't make sense. You say simply because it can carry on through quantum realm, but it doesn't, or but it still doesn't make any sense as to why us and not the thousands of other podcasts out there. How did you get your injuries and lose your equipment? Those odds, those odd explosions recorded in Triad. North Carolina, was that from getting rid of the evidence? Uh, you say the reset isn't to change major events, then why go through the trouble to reset at all? Will we ever be in contact in the future again? Thanks, Hollow Sky. I ended up s 
sending the odd explosions that I talk about. Um, I was researching and I found some unexplained explosions in the triad area. It was a little bit south of triad, but it kind of correlated with what he was talking about. So I ended up throwing that out there to see if he knew anything about it just to kind of see if he would take the bait. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. He responds two days later. What becomes of hollow sky podcast? This is one of those questions that if I answer truthfully, will the end result be the same? In this time period, you have already seen tremendous growth because of the decisions you have made. If I told you the podcast will be a huge success one day, would you rest your laurels and expect success to come to you? All I can say safely is continue on the path you have. What has worked thus far will hallmark your audience appeal. I can tell you that your intro will eventually change. The bigger the audience, the bigger the scrutiny. You may already have been planning this. What year? The not-so-distant future, the latter part of this century, not 3036. <laughs> Who is listening? With time traveling, time travel being available in this period, there are elements within the United States as well as the world governments that are in contact with agents of the future and the past. There is actually a bureau in this time period that investigates anomalies that could be related to time travel. Since rogue travel is known within these agencies... And at any point, the existence of a traveler could be identified. There is always a chance that one of these government agencies or any of the independent agencies, think of these as bounty hunters, could be targeting me as in any AIRT or IRT in any given timeline. How? At this point, I'm still working on a message. What I need to communicate is best sent by a data package hidden in a very low frequency transmission blended into an audio file. As I previously stated, I no longer have access to the equipment I need to formulate this type of message. Obtaining the equipment through any means runs the risk of its runs the risk itself of altering the timeline. There are a number of advances or advancements currently underway all over the world. It is impossible without a detailed search of the timeline to know where, when, or who any acquisitions out of the norm for this time period could impact. Any information, refer to the first question. That is really all I can safely say. Why are people searching for me? Again, I am breaking the law. And for the very reason this communication was made necessary, unauthorized travel for any reason, even something as benign as research or study, has the possibility of altering the timeline. We do everything we can to avoid this, but it happens. 99% of the time, minor altercations we do have have an infinitesimal chance of impacting future events in such a way anyone would notice or be harmed. But there is still a chance. I'm not the only one working on this problem. Even if I fail, there are, a lack of a better word, beings that may step in if necessary. We call them keepers. Why you? If I am reading your question correctly, it's not only Hollow Sky. We use numerous podcasts, blogs, and other forms of media to plant our seeds. Each of us reviews numerous outlets for potential use and decide which will best suit our needs. In your case, as which most of us use, we choose because we connect with the media. I enjoy your podcast, so I choose it. You are one of three that I that I have used. As stated previously, your format allows less personal interaction for less complex seeds. There are thousands of podcasts and other digital media that blink in and out over the years. Many of these have few episodes. These are not ideal for this type of communication. It's favorable to utilize someone with a long history to come. How did I get my energy or my injuries and lose my equipment? I dispose of my equipment myself due to fear of being traced. The injuries I sustained by being in proximity to my facility when it was destroyed. I can only assume the agents who targeted my facility used a weapon designed to trigger the built-in elimination device that sets my expiration date. 
There were minor modifications to this device before the mission, so my guess would be rather than triggering an immediately an immediate expiration, the attack damaged and accelerated the function. The explosion. That was the implosion of the facility. The energy created by the implosion is as great as an explosion, only the energy is sucked in, so nothing outward is damaged. Did you mean to say explosions, plural? Please respond to this as soon as possible. I have to change locations. We'll respond to the rest later. Sorry. So here, um, he introduces the Keepers. Which is... Creepy as fuck. Very creepy. Very ominous. The fact that he talks about us changing our intro, intro music which isn't that isn't all that crazy because clearly there's going to be copyright yeah. deals in the future and we we have briefly discussed it on air in the past but currently at this current time when all this shit was going on there was one motherfucker who I reached out to about changing our theme song and it was Within context of these emails, there was one motherfucker on the planet. So what did I do? I called him. I won Mr. Tony Merkel. <laughs> I said, Tony, are you fucking with us? And he goes, what are you talking about? I'm like, are you fucking with us? Are you sending us emails? He's like, I don't have time for this shit. And I'm like, well, that's really all I needed to know because Tony Gave me information to contact someone about professionally getting us an intro song done, blah, 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 blah. Long story short, there was one motherfucker on this planet, aside from me and Steve, that knew we are actively looking for getting a new theme song. So that was kind of uh, bizarre timing, to say the least. Interesting. It is interesting. Like Steve said, it's not definite proof. It's not out of the realm of possibility to take that shot in the dark. But the timing of it is interesting. It is definitely interesting. Two days later, I send him a response. I just mentioned the plural as there have been numerous booms heard in that area in the past. But there was one this past Thursday that made news headlines, the 15th. It's south of Triad. Is this related? Can you give us any more information on the keepers as well as the agency that looks into these anomalies? Here's a link to the latest booms. And I sent him a YouTube video of a news broadcast that talk about these mysterious explosions. Right. He gets us back four days later. I apologize for the abrupt exit and delay in responding. Let me begin by finishing the questions from the previous email. The reason why it is important to pursue these potential minor resets is to preserve the time as it is to avoid detection. The agencies that work against us monitor the timeline as, as we do. Only they have to monitor every bit of it and find minor anomalies to target a particular time period to search for rogue travelers. If we can affect a reset, even a minor one, it limits the chances of being discovered, hence the reason we, we narrow our scope to the particular media outlets we designate and the particular area in which the AIRT is sent. In most cases, this allows us to detect anomalies and correct them before the agencies that work against us. Will we be in contact in the future? We already have, and we will be again. These are all in the past for me. Sick. Bro, that's so fucked up. I'm so fucking stoked. We're not going to remember. I don't give a if shit. If this works, we're going to get another email or another message from a time traveler and be like, holy shit, bro. 
<laughs> we got a message from a time traveler. And then we'll be doing this all the fuck over again. Yeah, so guys, you guys need to get ready because there's going to be 10 million fucking time traveler podcasts. Oh, we didn't state that, hey, solid news, guys. Hollis guy's going to be around for a minute. Yeah. It came from a he time traveler. It. He does say it. I was going to say something here. This makes me wonder, if we release this Monday... Are these fucking agencies going to be after our shit? I fucking hope so. Me too. Fuck them. Not really, but whatever. I don't even care at this no, point. Let I, I have, I have thought like as we're doing this, I that has been in the back of my head. Um, I don't know, and we do specifically like I specifically asked about the agencies and the keeper. Well, the keeper was just ominous as fuck. Um, yeah, and even with that keyword keeper, I reached out to all of our deep contacts. In hope of getting some type, because I could, I couldn't give him much context because I did not want to, to affect, like I said, affect any search, or possibly alter the timeline. Because at this point, we have no fucking clue if this is real or not. <laughs> we still don't. Well, no, we, I still haven't. I want it to be real. I really want it to be real. Fuck yeah, me too. But we were also. Like, I also was like, Steve, we got to ask him about the agencies. Like, I want to know somewhere to start <laughs> looking, dog. And he, you know, he kind of answers it, but he kind of doesn't. And I also can understand that. I respect that because if they are real, it, it would be borderline stupid. I hope the keepers come after me. No, they sound, it, just that word just sounds so scary. Fuck them. So scary. Back to the email. The fact that there has been numerous explosions is troubling and leads me to a conclusion that I am not comfortable with. I did a quick search and saw there had been four reported within roughly 24 hours of when my facility ceased to exist. After that, I needed to relocate in the event my search was being monitored. The reason I am concerned about being monitored is what I mentioned above. If, if my area and time of operation has been identified and the search narrowed, then any specific searches related to that area and the explosions may be a trigger. So I've spent the last few days moving from location to location doing quick internet searches to gather as much information as possible. My conclusion is multifold and may be difficult to understand. First, I believe that this endeavor was successful in seeding the timeline, but that my message was unsuccessful in its execution. Second, multiple explosions means the facility imploded more than once, which means the time-date contingent was misunderstood or miscommunicated. I say time and date because the explosions are spread over multiple days. So either a correction was attempted and the facility attacked and destroyed repeatedly, or the facility itself was relocated within a narrow period of time, discovered, and destroyed. There are elements of time that are overlapping. Even in the exact same event, even if the exact same event occurs, it only has to be separated by a millisecond to be its own event, therefore overlapping and creating multiple occurrences of the event but separated only by a period of time. I'm struggled to, struggling to give you an example that will make sense. Third, but unlikely, it's possible that the facility is again in, intact, and all I have to do is make my way back before this form expires. The one on the 15th is unrelated. It's, far, it's too far south. My facility was or is, in nor, or is north, closer to Virginia. As for the keepers, they are, for lack of a better description, the MIB of the time travel world. They are human in shape, pale-skinned, faceless, as in just hollow sunken sockets for eyes, without a mouth, nose, or ears. They are garbed in almost all brown, from their long trench coats to their pants, shoes, and fedora-type hats. 
no socks or gloves, they almost never communicate with humans, and you would never know they are present unless you are aware of them. Awareness of these beings is a side effect of time travel, a learned attribute. I am told these same beings are present in some paranormal and supernatural events. They have been known to abduct people involved in major fractures of the timeline. I am told the same is true if they need to get involved with a paranormal or supernatural event. The agency, or more abrupt, or more aptly, agencies. There are many, and they exist at different times in numerous countries. Each time period has their own, as do most govern, or as do most major governments. In the earliest days of time travel, these were more numerous and independent of one another. Throughout history, attempts have been initiated to share information and consolidate. The earliest of these were unsuccessful, as many governments attempted to militarize time travel. It does appear that in the distant future, there is only a single agency that has at times inserted itself into numerous past agencies. Some speculate even the keepers are highly advanced humans from an even more distant future. It is all speculation because future travel is limited. There is a barrier that all travelers hit and cannot pass. For instance, time travelers from this time period are unable to travel to my time because it is beyond their barrier. The barrier is a set point Roughly 44 years from the day travel is initiated. Travelers today are 20 plus years away from being able to enter my timeline. I guess the short answer is that I cannot begin to guess which or how many agencies are involved at this point. As the situation changes, so does the involvement, which could account as well for the multiple explosions. That is something I I had not considered until now. That the destruction of the facility was an historical event that I am trying to reset. I will have to wake my, make my way back to that area. I believe this is the only way for me to know for certain. I will check in as soon as I can. I am not certain that it matters what information I relay to you at this point, except direct future knowledge. Either the reset will happen and all of this will cease to have occurred, or it is meant to happen and the catalyst for something else. That was like the Aries. most ominous fucking email that we got out of it. Yeah, I hate that. Like... <clears throat> And like it does re kind of fucking scare me a little bit. Reading it out loud is different from me reading it on its own. Yeah, for sure. Because the keeper things is weird. It makes me think it does make me think of the men in black. It makes me think of those weird government agencies that were coming in around Point Pleasant when the Silver Bridge collapsed. Yeah. After that happened, they were seen all over the place. That could be a major time altering event, you know? Yeah, for sure talking about the paranormal and them abducting people like that's fucked up but that last where he's stating that it is a catalyst for something bigger <laughs> talk about ominous I don't like that at all that's as far as that goes with that one yeah and then he he emails us back we don't even have time to respond to that one yeah let me open that up real quick like here uh, I did have it open but it's probably still open yeah. Is this the one? It's right there. This is before we even responded. I don't have a time date on this one. Kyle pulled and copied all these. He just emailed us right back. He said, Stephen and Kyle, at this point, I do not have much time remaining. A few days, maybe a week at most. I made my way back to Triad. The facility is still non-existent. I can only assume the reset did not stick for a reason unbeknownst to me at this time. Time is a strange and fickle thing. No matter how much we believe we have mastered its concepts and functionality, it has a habit of delivering circumstances that are as yet or forever unseen. Even though 
By my understanding, the old trope of alternate timelines has been disavowed as a possibility. I have to wonder if that is not what is exact, what exactly has happened. Uh, myself having no recollection of initiating a reset or replaying this event yet all yet all of the evidence points to at least three attempts leads me to the possibility of an alternate reality being created or the prime timeline being forever altered. The latter explanation I cannot accept as the keepers would have intervened by now. But even if the timeline has split, it does not mean a future attempt at a correction is not forthcoming. Or that at some point, timelines can converge into a single timeline again. I shall spend my remaining days pondering this. Even in an alternate reality or timeline, I cannot offer you any specific details on major future events as they are still likely to play out. I will, however, leave you with three things to watch out for that as far as I can recall will all occur within a year from now. There will be an ab abrupt change of leadership at a high level of government in a powerful country. There will be a natural disaster of proportions previously unseen. There will be disclosure of information by major governments that will change the world. Stay on track with your podcast. You have another milestone leap in your near future. And keep an eye out for one more unexplained boom, probably between Lexington and St. Louis, if I make it that far, but definitely in Kentucky. It will not or it will not be as loud, and if they find anything, it will be a gelatinous residue. Spontaneous implosion is a quick exit. Stay weird, K Reese. And that like for me, this was the most heartbreaking email. Like, especially you just reading it out, like he seems so lost in this one, and the fact that he like those last ones, spontaneous implosion is a quick exit. Like, I feel like he knows he's coming. the hero of the movie. Like, Bruce Willis on that asteroid, and he's just like, this is what I have to do. I'm doing it for my baby girl. And as hard-ass <laughs> as it as it sounds when you say that, you're just like, well, shit, man. Damn. Like, that's heavy. It's it's There's a lot to unpack here in this last one. There is. Because he stated from the very beginning that effects of the timeline do not split the timeline. But now he's saying maybe what we all are doing split it has split it. But maybe it's not bad enough to get the keepers involved, so we're safe. That we know of. At least for us. Because he's not around anymore. That's true. Because we've tried emailing him a couple times and nothing. We haven't got anything back. <laughs> also. And we haven't released this yet. So we're no threat to the keepers yet. Yet. Monday might be a different story. We might be. But we'll find because out when we get there. Like he says, he's like, time is not, we don't know everything there is to know about time. I know. It keeps it, us on our toes. It, it makes me like rethink about it too, because just a little bit ago I said, hey, house guys can be around for a while, but what if that's us being on our laurels there and we go ahead and drop this bomb Effed. and we normally wouldn't have, and then it changes something. He sent us that email on April 22nd. We responded on the 23rd with... It's a shame that this will be your final contact. If there's any other, f anything further we can do to try and assist you, please let us know. Thanks for choosing us to make contact. If anything else comes to mind, make us aware. Do not hesitate. Or to make us aware of, do not hesitate. Uh, a few of my unfortunate final questions. Why are you making your way back west? Also, why are you set to implode? It's been very interesting. It's been a very interesting conversation you've allowed us to be part of. For that, we are grateful, to say the least. Our journey has taken us places thus far that neither of us would have imagined we, we would be. 
You and this contact are forever a part of our journey. Hopefully in the future we'll be of more assistance. Thank you again. We'll always be waiting. Stay weird, Hollow Sky. And that was essentially the last correspondence we had with him. Yeah. I want to talk about his predictions. I do too. I really I really want to get into this. Um the abrupt power change. His his predictions here are pretty pretty much par the course of every prediction that is ever put forth. Your Nostradamus's, yeah. your Malavangas, all of that. But it doesn't mean corresponds into the same. It doesn't mean that these things will not happen. Accurate. Accurate. But I'm just saying they're vague enough oh, absolutely. to be a catch-all. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. But with the, so, the first one here, the uh, the abrupt change in leadership at a high level of government in a powerful country. Name uh, How many powerful countries are there on the planet? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's not very many to watch out for. Yeah. And he said it will occur within a year from now, so we have till April of next year. Yeah. There will be a natural disaster of proportions previously unseen. That is terrifying. That is terrifying. Because which is weird because Tony was just talking about the volcano the other day. Bro, I was just looking up volcano shit the other day. Fuck that. Yeah. No, I shit you not. Super volcano. Volcanoes. Son of a bitch. The three largest volcanic imp- eruptions recorded were all in America. I think. Oh, great. Two of them were Yellowstone and one of them was in Utah. And they were fucking massive. Great. That's so weird that just the other day I was over, kind of grazed over it, and Tony was talking about the super volcano. I think it was Yellowstone. Because yeah. somebody was like, dude, you're far enough away where you're going to be pretty all right. They said they said if a massive eruption happened in Yellowstone, St. Louis would be under six feet of ash. How fast, though? Not fucking fast enough. <laughs> well, I was kind of going the opposite direction with that. I don't think. Well, I mean, what would, would we even be able to run from it? It it would just be ash, though. It wouldn't be lava. Yeah, yeah, it I, would I be know, the I fallout. Know. It would be like snow. Yeah, I think it would in, it would inundate everything. Your car's not going to run through ash. You know, no, it, no, no, any, no. We, we wouldn't be able to breathe through fucking ash. No, you'd have to get on the move extremely fast. And where do you go? That's what you I'm know, saying. If it's six feet in St. Louis, it, it's going to be fucking. I guess you five could run in Indianapolis. It's going to be three feet deep in D.C. I guess you could run north or south. I don't even. Which know. would be chaos. By that time, just fuck it, let it eat. Anyways, um, there will be a disclosure of information by major world governments that will change the world. Which is what's um, getting ready to happen in July? Yeah, every everything that we've read is. Uh, there's supposed to be a big disclosure of uh, UFO slash alien, alien shit. Alien proof of alien life. I keep reading by August that they're going to come out and just be like, yeah. I mean, they've already told us that they have video evidence of UFOs and crafts that were not crafted on this planet. Yeah. They said it is nothing like anything any of our world governments has ever seen. Yeah. What? What is that? Yeah, I mean, that in itself... Is there Should some, be. That was, is there that some re- super villain on the black market building UFOs that outgun the government? Well, other than Elon Musk. Yeah. Uh, no, but the, and what's fucking crazy, now that you like, put it like that, that should be a disclosure that would change the world, but nobody gave a shit. So 
what what's going to be the one where everybody does give a shit? Dude, it's blue. It's a blue beam. It very well could be. They're going to have to come out there. They're going to have to have a fucking hologram of Jesus and a hologram of Buddha and a hologram of fucking every other deity in the world standing there telling you aliens are real to get people to fucking listen. I'll be terrified. Yeah, so that's coming. The last one here. Stay on track. With your podcast, With your you podcast. have another milestone. We just hit 250,000. Well, that and what's Monday going to be could very well be another milestone. Yay. Monday, where this comes out Monday. Oh, yeah. This could be another milestone. But in all fairness, anything in our future could technically be a milestone. Yeah. To a degree. Unless we quit at the exact time we got this email. We said, fuck it. We're done. There is that possibility. Keep an eye out for one more unexplained boom, probably between Lexington and St. Louis. Which, Kenneth and Kyle, this is what you were looking for. This is what I was having you guys scour. I haven't dug into it. I've been working on a bunch lately, but I'm going to start licking. I was kind of, now that I know. This one, like I told Kenneth and Kyle. Now that I know May 17th is his actual expiration date, I'm going to look between April, whenever we got this, and May 17th, April 22nd and May 17th to see. He said it definitely will be in Kentucky. But this, this is what. And this is, I think this one is going to be the hardest one to find because he said, didn't he say it's not going to be as loud? Yeah, it will not be as loud. If they find anything, it will be a gelatinous residue. Yeah, so this might be one where people in a town hear something, but it doesn't really get reported. You know what I mean? Like it might not be loud enough to shake. Because you have all those reports of towns. Waking up to find that weird gelatinous shit. Have you read those? No. Yeah, there have been towns. People what if, what wake if all up, these fucking weird things have been reset? Exactly. Oh, shit. Exactly. Why are we so good at figuring stuff out? We are seriously the best at figuring stuff out. Blobs that fall from the sky. Awesome. So weird. 1994. I love it. Oakville, Washington, population of 723, unleashing not raindrops, but these mysterious translucent gelatinous blobs. Blob rings. These could all be implosions. I've never heard of that. Um, Or jelly that fall. The Oakville blobs. This was just something that popped up on some other podcast or some YouTube channel did something about the Oakville blobs, also called star jelly. Bro, that is weird. How fucked up is that? That's weird. What were the Oakville blobs? Yeah, that was the 1994 one, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Dude, that's fucking weird. Maybe there was a major reset in 1994. Could be. Who the fuck knows? I don't. I know. don't. But this is this is what we have with Mr. Reese. Yeah, um, you know, we just wanted to... Sh- we don't know if this is what we're supposed to do, but we wanted to share it with you guys to see what you thought about... In um, my mind, this is what we were supposed to do. Like I I know that there's that part of me that is scared about it because of the keepers and just the, I mean think about that everybody. Imagine you have the ability to make a decision that could just royally destroy the timeline. Hmm. I'm not saying you can or you send can't, it. but just imagine that you have that ability. Just send it. I mean, that's what we're going to do. We're going to send it 
Um, we would I love wish we to... had the opportunity to actually talk to this person on the phone. Yeah, or or yeah, like not even just an just interview have a for correspondence the show. with him, other I, than a than yeah. an email. Yeah, because it I don't, it's hard to like. Like I feel like me and Steve, we work way better on the fly. It's almost like the more you let us think about things, the more we overthink things and then just kind of screw it <laughs> the up. The better radio it makes. <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like I feel like we do we do really well on the fly. I think our minds fire just right when we're together that we're you know we can brainstorm things. I don't know. It just makes more sense for me. Like if we can fire off at each other. Yeah. And it's just easier. Um this one went long as fuck again. Yeah, but I fuck man, I really enjoy it. Like I, I want it to be real. We want definitely after you guys listen to this, reach out. Like I um, feel bummed. Post now. on yeah, it is like the the last the last sentence has got me fucked up, man. Spontaneous implosion is a quick exit. Like I feel like that's a smart ass remark one of us would make. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you know you're gonna die, but you're He's just, just like, like, let it eat. Fuck it, bro. Let yeah, it like eat, exactly. Dog. Let it eat. Let it eat. It's what I'm here to do. Like I, I don't know. Just like it kind of fucks me up a little bit. Because now that he talks about it, it's almost like I do feel a connection with him. That's what Does I'm. That that's why sense? I feel bummed right now. Like I, I legitimately feel fucking bummed. Like it feels like I. It does feel like we just do this over and over again. It's it's weird. I don't know. I don't know, man. Like I feel I feel I honestly right now I feel fucking bummed. The last sentence has got me <laughs> fucked up. I'm not kidding. Like it <laughs> fucking hit Kyle right in the feels, dog. It does. Like it's I'm not gonna cry or anything, but I don't know. It it just bumps me out. Like I was so excited to talk about this and now that we like dive when through you, it. It's different when you read it out loud. It is it is because once you get it, once you get it, once I got a response from this guy, I was like stoked. I'm fucking blasting how I through was. it. And I'm Same like, way. fuck yeah, let's go. I know I'd be texting you, I'd be like, dude, fucking time traveler, hit us back. I know. And now that it's over. Like it is kind of bummy. I wish I wish we could have talked more. Yeah, and if this, you know, it's so weird that once he says it's hard, once it like, resets, we don't remember it, and that we've it, been doing it forever in the past, and we will do it forever in the future. Yeah, yeah, because when we were like, we we talk in the future, and he's like, we already have. And <laughs> I know, we will again. Fucking, that's so weird. I'm like, that's awesome. Like, I I want to make contact with this guy again. Well, um, we're gonna leave it at that. But I I will say, Mister Time Traveler, we did our part. Yeah, what we think is our part. I feel like I truly, honestly feel like this is our part. And, bro, I hope that wherever you're at, you're doing all right. Same, man. Like, I hope yeah, that no like Steve said, there you. is now that like we're sitting here, there is this fucking weird connection. Yeah, oh, if you Im- if you imploded, I hope it was where you were supposed to be, dog. Our brother from another timeline. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let us know what you guys think about this. It was it was a weird path to go down, and we were kind of on the fence of sharing it. And finally, we're just like, you know what, fuck it. Yeah, yeah, we have. Let's that's roll with why it. We've been still sitting. Like we haven't. We've teased it a couple times, but we haven't like officially come out with it until now. Yeah. And let I, us know I what know, you I guys. Feel like it's right. Let us know what you think. Anybody in the Kentucky Lexington area, if you were there, you heard um, these mysterious explosions. Within the last two, three weeks, if there are any, let us know. Anyone in the triad uh, North Carolina area, if you heard mysterious explosions within the month of April, 
to the beginning of May, let us know. You know, and uh, just and let if, us let us if, know what you guys think about this. Yeah, we, if we, you guys want to, we don't. Ha- we are just taking this for what it is. This is what was sent to us. Yeah, these were our responses. We are just putting it out there for you guys to take in and absorb as you will. We are curious as to your thoughts. Just let us know for sure. And if. Like I said, I've got a couple dudes on Discord, Kenneth and Kyle. Yeah, and head over to the Discord. And we yeah, can, if you guys want it. in on that shit, maybe, maybe uh, we can create another branch off the Hall Sky. Make it a time traveler Discord. Time traveler, or, or hit it in the general. What, whatever. If you guys find shit, or you, like Kenneth and Kenneth and Kyle, man, these like I said, these guys put in work. They help us out a lot. Yeah, if, shout if out. We need extra extra hands and extra eyes research and shit i hit those two dudes up i trust them if you just want to be if you just want to be a part of the research that's what i'm saying like that's what i'm getting at is if if you got if you want to help i'm not we're not saying you have to but if you want to help yeah, you do. you're more than welcome well i do you're more than welcome to lend a hand when when, when you want and like steve it's, was saying it's another place for you guys to like kyle he's always dropping weird fucking articles for us to look into and any, anything weird he sees, he's dropping it. He'll send it to me on Instagram, Discord. He makes it impossible for me to miss it. And that's kind of necessary in me and Steve's life sometime because it does get so fucking crazy. Or like oh, with, yeah. with this, we get so tunnel visioned on something that we don't see any other opportunities because we get so focused on one thing. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. But yeah, that was our... um correspondence with the time traveler like it's weird like a traveler's request which is that's what you gotta name you gotta name this fucking episode of travelers straight up it's the as soon as you said that i'm like that's the title right there yeah it's the title of the show you might say time traveler to get people fucking no looking traveler's request man he he teed it off um and you got me thinking about you got me thinking about the south carolina audit uh uh, Bro, how weird is that? And the, well, the first thing af- after we've been getting them, I'm like, fuck it, let's put it on YouTube. Yeah, and we so did it right away. There, you can go over there and listen to it. Maybe that was another message from another time travel. Maybe that was when him trying to contact us yeah. last year and we don't remember. Yeah. I don't fucking know. I don't know anything. I, I don't what know does why. He say? I have no idea why I'm, while we're reading this, like that hit me. That just time, exploded in my fucking time brain. Time is a strange and fickle thing. Like that, explo- that thought exploded in my brain, and I literally was like, "Holy shit!" Oh, I don't even know. I don't know what's real. Anymore. I don't need. It doesn't fucking matter. We need anyway, audio engineers. To check us out <laughs> at all our social medias: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok. Come and hang out with us. If you're from the future, email us. We'll correspond. We'll try to help you out. That's what we do. We're the Hollow Sky Podcast. We're help us help you. That's right. Help us. That is right. So until we meet again, time traveler and all our listeners, stay safe, stay weird, and remember that time is a strange and fickle thing.